and welcome to another episode of Swimming with a Fish. I am Crutch. It is two weeks before Christmas, folks. Hope you have all your shopping done. I think I'm really close. Um, not quite sure. Well, be that as it may. Um, happy holidays to all of you. Happy Hanukkah for those uh, celebrating Hanukkah right now. I believe it's still going on. Uh, yep. Chief, it's day five. Day five. I thought so. I was usually on top of these things. I've got several friends who are celebrating. I should know better. Goon, how are you, sir? You know, I am ready to ready to rumble, ready to rant. It's been that kind of week. And it's only Monday. Mm. Mm. Some of this is leftover ranting from last week. Oh, uh, okay. Well that's good. Well, that's true. It's been it's been a week since we've spoken to anybody. Uh, Chief, uh, you were a little under the weather last week. It sounds like you still have a little bit of it. How you feel, man? Yeah, yeah. The cough is here. But other than that, that's another wonderful day in Texas. Yes, because you know what Texas didn't have today? Oh, I'll bet I know. Ooh, 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 raise your hand if you're going to, if you're going to shout out, you have to raise your hand. Like I'd be able to see that. Goon, what did Texas not have today? They didn't have snow, Chief. Uh, crutch. Yeah, him too. Whoever you were. <laughs> right, because I do a green chief imitation. <laughs> I I put my hand in the air, uh-huh. and Showcat swiped at me and confused me. Wonderful. Wonderful. I was, I was trying to get her to leave me alone while I talked, and she did until I started talking. Then she's like, yeah. Enough of that. Well, well hello, Showcat, and welcome to the show cat oh just how much did you get uh crutch well i didn't get anything i'm married no i'm just kidding um uh, so long um i think we just got a dusting i mean we it was really pretty uh it was very surprising monday is our recycling day so i'm you know getting the whole recycling bin filled and lid closed and i open the garage door and i look out and i go that's white stuff all over my grass. Not on the not on the driveway. Yay. So I can't complain. Yeah, we had nothing on the roads, but we had about an yeah. inch and a half everywhere else. But and the way no. people drove, you would have thought there was stuff on the road. Oh, well, uh, there's a reason for that. Would you like to know what it is? Ooh, 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 knows what it is. Go, go, go ahead, Cratch. It's because we live in Maryland. And people are what? Uh, I can't say it on a... Rated G show. Let's just call them idiots and move on. You can't say stupid. Well, some people might stupid. Uh, you know, of you know, over the line. You know, I I don't care. Yeah, you you've run into quite a few stupid people. Uh, recently. Uh, oh, oh my goodness! Tell us, where tell us your weird. <laughs> well, how about at work? Let's go with goons, stupid people at work. I don't. Uh, you know, my coworker sent me an email last night. He's run into some good fortune. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, he doesn't live in California because they won the Mega Millions. Yeah. No, I, uh, um, we, we have kind of an action packed week. And he's not going to be there because he's buying a house in Maine. That's and so screw you guys, I'm out of here kind of thing. <laughs> well, you will in the cartman. I don't know that that's happening. I don't think he's ready to retire yet, but he's been looking for a little while. And I and Good. 
Yeah, commute from Maine would be prohibitive. Well, he's not selling his house here. Hey, that's what B and B's are for, right? Yeah, yeah. His um, his wife's from Maine, and for the last, well, quite a while. I've been working with him again together. We're, we're old friends, and uh, I've been working with him uh, on this stint since February. Mm-hmm. And she's been up in Maine the whole time and was there before that, taking care of her aging father, who sadly passed away back in the summer. Oh, our condolences. Yeah, and, and I thought, I I think the plan was we're going to move his son, who was up there helping, mm-hmm. and and like... He's his career is up there now. Got it. So they were going to put him in in uh, Granddad's house and look for something that would be suitable uh, with a house on it for them and one with enough property where they could build a house for the um, for the kids at some point in the future. You know, kind of have their own compound. You don't know anybody that's going to do that, do we, Chief? <laughs> And uh, who can say? Who can right. say? And he found a, a, a beautiful flat, uh, no trees, eight acres. Not very far from Granddad's house. No trees at all. No, this is flat, like um, uh, meadows, like a meteor hit. You know, I don't know. I I couldn't tell. Is it like in the floodplain of a river or something? It's. <laughs> It doesn't, it honestly, doesn't look like that. You can build here, but it won't stay there for long. But the house was built in 2018, and I'm not sure they ever sold it. I think the pandemic might have prevented that from happening, because when you look at the pictures online, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like anybody's ever lived in this house. They never made it in. Ah, the, the demons kept them out. <laughs> Is there a large ring of salt around the house? I hadn't mentioned that to him. No, just around my church, but more on that later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I got the note that said, basically, not only am I not going to be in until Wednesday, uh, until after Wednesday when you have that big reboot of all the systems, but I broke something on Friday. The details are in your inbox at work. Have a nice day. Bye. (laughs) When you say friend... (laughs) You know, do we need to define that word better? You know, I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> we treat each other like the three of us treat each other, pretty much. So, no, no, I would never do that to you. This guy is a friend of me. I don't know. I don't think I can go there. <clears throat> I don't. I, I mean, I mean, he'll be back, and yeah, I wouldn't have left right at the. Um, with with no notice, but you know what? I, I'm a pro. I got everything done today. Look at you. No, I do remember when, and I I was there, and <clears throat> there was a person. It was a person that that many hated, and <laughs> and when you I I I remember because this was before. We went into the building together, Crush. This is back when we were in the penalty box. Mm. Remember that time? And I just, you know, there was a there was a timer. I knew it was going to break. I had told OJ. OJ said, "I'm not going to be here, so I don't care." <laughs> so 
So I just, you know, I let it all fall apart. And then I came back and my entire desk was wrapped. And it was just like the office. And I didn't want to sit in the chair because I didn't know if there was really a chair there. Right. And, and it'd just be a steel post. Oh, oh my God. That's a great idea. I may be a little busy tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, okay. First thing, here's what you do. You go to um, Jacob Disraeli and let, okay. him have a, have, let him have brief access to your kidnapped vehicle. And you pull out the um, airbag from the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, don't you? Oh, I do. So, and so that's illegal. <laughs> Is it really? I want to prevent you from committing a felony. <clears throat> so, Jacobs, by the way, says he's working on the vehicle and that it will be ready this week. Um, I don't want to sound blasphemous, but I'm putting better odds on the second coming this week than your. I vehicle. think you. I think you would be betting correctly there. Yeah, I think you would have better odds than you have at say winning the lottery. Considering the stuff I see go, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And you, you place thank with whatever word comes to mind. Thank My you. Pleasure. Thank you. And the horse you came in on. <laughs> this is where you play the rah, rah, rah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so that's my first rant. You want the you want Hurricane's rant, or do you do you want to put in one of yours? <clears throat> Chief, are are you are you uh, are you surrounded by stupid people? Surrounded, no. Uh, but it seems like just M did. <laughs> yeah. So we, I I, I now write the Lord, lots of the Lord sends them to Chief. <laughs> I write lots of documentation now. Oh, that's all like so much fun. And and uh, I wrote documentation on what to do if there's a power outage. <laughs> now, every time it rains, snows, there are clouds in the sky. I don't know what happens to the Maryland grid, but it loses power. And, and today was no exception. Yep. Well, well, we had snow, so yeah, you know, it's amazing that anything worked. Yeah. So, so of course, power was lost. And I, I get a, a call and it says, things aren't working. I go, well, what, whatever do you mean? And I said, well, you know, I can't. The, the phones are saying registering. I said, did you lose power? Yes. Okay. Did you follow the instructions? No. <laughs> okay. Will so you, you just call you, Chief. Rat, rat, rat. So, so I, I as politely as I could, <laughs> RTFM, please follow said instructions and then let me know. No, no. Heavens be, it's it's all working. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then <clears throat> the, to top it off, there was an email that said, we lost power and I followed the instructions. Thank you. Thank you, Chief, for your support. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> telling me to read 
is it was the the absolute least I could do in that situation. Yeah. You're what's not. What time did this happen, Chief? So <clears throat> this was eight Eastern, so seven my time, and I. Oh, I did not. I did not like that, and it's a and so relief. you know, I. Well, I mean, in in my new schedule, I I get up when I feel like, and <laughs> sure. I definitely rub it not, in. Thank you. We all I, appreciate that. I did not feel like it. So, <laughs> and then I. So I have another question for you. Sure. If a person is messaging you and says, "I need to talk to you," as okay, we have established there is a need. Mm-hmm. I said, "Sure. How can I help?" It's going to take a little while. So, what time do you have available? I said, I have <clears throat> 5 p.m. Central, which is 6 p.m. Eastern. All Great. Time. I will talk to you then. So, 6 p.m. And I said, I have I have a meeting at 7. So, uh, uh, it has to be before then. Mm-hmm. The message after that says, Great. I will talk to you then. It is... It is 5.30 Central, and I said, are you still going to call? And he goes, what are you talking about? I thought, and then <laughs> enter, next thing, oh, wait, you said that you have a meeting at 7, not with me. So that, I thought I was supposed to call you at 7. <laughs> and thank <laughs> And Chief, I would like to thank you for once again provide me a casebook study as to why texting is inferior to phone calls. That mistake would not have happened on a phone call. I don't think so. I th- oh, I don't know. I think stupidity can overcome the phone. But stupidity is so much easier with a text. Because nuance oh, and understanding and, you know, it, let's let's forget <laughs> let's forget punctuation, you know. <laughs> And and th- things are, uh, you know, things are different. So, if it was during a phone conversation, mm-hmm. the person could have just completely forgotten that we had the conversation at all. With the text, at least, they read it again and realized that, that they just skipped the whole part. And, <laughs> and he even admitted. He said, I saw the last digit and I went with that. <laughs> Why read the whole message when the last character is all you need? There's a seven there. If you, this is this is like the man who was trying to order coffee, which is a Nate Bergacci comment, mm. where he said he wants a coffee with cream. Now, what did you hear? Coffee with cream. Yeah, in three words, right? Yes. Yes. So. Coffee with cream. She re- she responds back, coffee with cream, and he goes, "Yes, coffee with cream." It, it goes on two more times, and then he walks off. Mm-hmm. And then she brings the coffee, and then she's shaking a can of whipped cream, and mm-hmm. says, "That can't be for me, since I said whipped cream, not whipped cream." And everyone is now staring at a coffee with whipped cream, and he looks and says. Am I just stingy on words? You think I couldn't say coffee with whipped cream? <laughs> coffee whipped cream. Well, <laughs> there's a grunt at the end. So, uh, 
as, as Goon uh, accurately pointed out, speaking to someone does not change the, the mental capacity that the person may have. No, no, it does not. I, I'm going to just stick by my guns and say I have been misunderstood many more times via text than I have via phone call. Just leave it at that. Agree to disagree. Should we should we now talk about the um, stupid people at uh, an American Airlines? Sure. How many How many do you have? All of them. I I have at least two at Reagan National Airport. Mm. Um, Hurricane was with me, and and was say that while Goon was displeased, Hurricane was very displeased. The winds started picking up at the airport last uh, a week ago Sunday. So Hurricane had an in-person class to teach in North Carolina for the Marines at Camp Lejeune. Hoorah. Exactly. First of all, she told me that she loved being there because she was yes-mammed and no-mammed like way more than ever. And nobody minded when she wished them a Merry Christmas. And a Merry Christmas to you, ma'am. So, goes, so are you now re required to yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am? What do you mean now? <laughs> what you yep, talking I... about, Willis? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so happy you're home again. So did, <laughs> did they have to ask her her pronoun? They did not. They did not seem to be overly concerned with her pronouns. I they think the word that before didn't time. give up. Mm. Uh huh. Oh, oh, and I, I probably should not say this on the air, but while while she was at the hotel, some guy tried to pick her up in the elevator. Did she fall down? I had the perfect response as a husband. Hmm. I said, "You still got it, honey." <laughs> Kitchen points from hundreds of miles away. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ding. <laughs> so we get to the airport. The uh, A week ago Saturday was my company's holiday party. Yep. And I say holiday party because the owner, uh, one of the owners is Jewish, so he does Hanukkah. We do Christmas. So we have a holiday party where there is plenty of eating and gift giving and drinking. Yep. Me too. I like it every year. Yep. Me too. And we try to out, and so we got up and we got her to the airport to catch her direct flight to North Carolina for 9 a.m. the next morning. Excellent. And you got there an hour early. Good for you. Sounds yeah, reasonable. Not so flight. good. Uh-oh. They would not let her board. I'm sorry, it's too late. What? Yeah. I've seen people doing the OJ thing and make it on the plane. And you got it. Right one. And the right way to do this is to say, even if it if it was too late, you go, I can't, you know, your bags may not get here. I'll send them on the later flight. You have to go back to the airport to get them. Okay. Right. I mean, that's what a normal airlines does. But, but on American, <laughs> where where they where they are cheap and have the have dumb people, I, I shouldn't say that. The one lady was, um, I. I, I gave her a blast of the goon charm, and I had my way. But let me tell you what happened. So the lady at baggage check check-in sends us upstairs to the to the desk. We go up to the desk. The lady's like, "Can't help you. 
Best I can do is there's another flight at 5 p.m. Remember, I said a flight left at 9 a.m. Wow. Uh, and I can get you on the 5 p.m. flight, but it's standby. And Goon said in a loud, gruff voice, how is that better? Right now, she can drive and still make it there because she has to be there tomorrow morning. Uh, oh, well, okay. In that case, I could put you on a flight to LaGuardia and then to Wilmington, North Carolina. But but the second leg at Wilmington is um, standby as well, and you won't get there till 1130 at night. <laughs> if you get there. Well, and I'm like, how is again? How is that better? Right, you could be you could be stranded in Virginia, which you know my husband could come get me, or she could be stranded in New York and be no one flushed. can come. Yeah, get right, right. So, um, a large man started yelling. Who would that large man have been? I, I don't. I can't imagine. But American Airlines sucks. Your company sucks. They suck. There was much suckage. <laughs> There was, there was, there was, uh, there was massive suckage, wicked suckiness. And then I said, you don't suck, but your company does. And then, and then I opened the taps <laughs> and I leaned forward and I said, you were the union sister. And she goes, well, sure I am better. I go, why aren't you striking and taking every nickel from these cheapskates that force you to behave this way. I know it's them and not you. Look at you, and, divided. And she, goes, and she goes, we tried, but we need to be a big hub like Dallas-Fort Worth or they won't listen to us. Uh-huh. I go, refund your ticket, she's driving. And they, don't, they do not want to hear that. Well, you don't have a little credit. No, you'll refund the ticket. Uh, now I'm like the Jedi mind trick. Oh, no, you'll be refunding the ticket. Oh, I'll be refunding the ticket. Got her money. Good. Excellent. But then she had to drive, which is sad. But then she had to drive. So you've been in the car that she drove. Mm-hmm. At least that's not completely terrible. No, no. If you're if you're in a comfortable car, a five-hour drive's not bad. Yep. And then when she got there the next morning, the Marines uh, had a computer failure. I don't believe it was the same one that Chief was trying to fix this morning, a week ago. Uh, but they had to manually give uh, uh, base passes to everyone. So she was an hour late. But it's okay because the staff sergeant that was in charge of her class knew and he, he took care of things. And so she called me and I told her what to say. And she walked into this group of Marines and said, well, apparently for me to come here and teach you, I've had to learn to adapt and overcome. <laughs> there you go. They, they cheered. Of course they did. And honorary marine. <laughs> eating from 400 miles away, man. I can lend my power to others. It's nice to see that you're using your powers for good. I, you know, I have a question. Yes, yes sir. When you bought those tickets from American, yeah, but did you have to pay extra to get refundable tickets? Yes, but we didn't do that okay. because it's it's done through um, the the company that schedules everything has an account on Egencia. so they could have they could have what's that? Egencia is um, you know uh, Crutch it might be Microsoft's. That's Travel Expedia. Service. 
It, now, it, this is the business version of Expedia, I think. Oh. Because Expedia is owned by Microsoft. Microsoft. And I think Agencia is as well. Um, so, recommendation? Uh-huh. It's because when we went to Vegas and had our Frontier uh, episodes, <clears throat> they let us go to the gate to tell us that it was full and then they let other people in, to which my wife went ballistic. Gee, I can't imagine why. <clears throat> so they too said, hey, we can get you there tomorrow night. I said, it is five in the morning. Right. And and you're saying tomorrow night? They go, well, yeah. And, and then I said, well, then I'd like a refund. And they said, sorry, there are no refunds. And I said, but we were here. And they said, but you didn't check in. I was like, we were standing in the line 30 minutes before, right. and you saw us. And was, well, that's not my problem. And I don't have the, the charisma the goon has, but what I have is the, the technical ability because standby and all that garbage isn't going to happen. Right. So so I went to the, the shadiest of sites <laughs> of, where... <laughs> Where, where people may have been, you know, skin trading along with scalping. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But I got six, I got six tickets. And, mm. uh, you know, we were, now, unfortunately, the, the tickets that, that I got, there weren't enough uh, cabin crew. So we were delayed for hours. And it was. That might was, be important. Was, I'm just saying, you know, people flying the plane and walking around and handing out stuff is important jobs. This not something AI can do, yeah. not yet. But yeah. exactly because not on a plane I will ever fly in. <laughs> well, he says like it now. Flying. I'm going to make. Please make a note of the date and time. Yes. No. 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 That's true. I will not be flying. No. You you'll be like many others who have uh, has sworn off certain things now that machines have taken over. Yeah. Like Dr. McCoy would never step step into the transporter. I he was right. Well, the you know as, as tech grows, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna like um since you guys mentioned Microsoft, do you know about Project Silica? About uh, know what now? <clears throat> so, what is the largest storage unit? Oh, oh, oh! I do know about this. Thank you for reminding me. But go ahead. Yes. So right now, what is the largest storage unit that we are aware of? Uh, uh, Zettabytes. Right, and that is a oh, unit. Okay. That that is a that is a cluster of things to create a zettabyte currently. Correct. Uh, yeah, and, and, and that is what an order of magnitude above a petabyte, at least. Well, I should know this. I just took a course on AWS storage, good. and I should know this. Um, they literally transported in an eighteen-wheeler to move it from a, a remote location to back to the home. Uh, let's see, zettabyte, a zettabyte. Is it zet? I guess it maybe. Oh, it is one zettabyte, and yeah. it is it is no longer like a a whole rack or even lab of equipment it is a quartz wafer right and it's silicon yep 
Yep. It uh, it cannot be rewritten to currently. It is mm-hmm. a write once, but uh, the great thing is it does not have doesn't have the oil problems that CDs and DVDs have. It doesn't have the magnetic problem that hard drives have. In fact, this this tech is like Indiana Jones Crystal Skull level stuff, where you you engraved it somehow inside this thing and and now you can read it and it is there forever right which means if they're backing up the internet and people are doing things they shouldn't be doing on the internet it will be forever yeah it'll be there even more forever than it was before more forever that's a great phrase you know like infinity plus one right exactly it's just it's it's amazing to me that now decisions that you make mm-hmm. will will haunt you well after you're dead. Yep. What a lovely website. Like that like that girl you dated in high school that you just can't get rid of now. Yes. Verifying data in Columbus. <laughs> wow. There'll be a link, folks. You for those of you techno geeks out there, you can more more than welcome to read about it. Yep, there's a it's it's a shame because all the all the knowledge of humans mm-hmm. is going to be able to fit on one of these. Yeah. And then as soon as AI reads it all, it is now smarter than all humans. As we've been discussing, that may not be as big as... That is really not setting the bar that high. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the thing that I, I have always wondered... Mm-hmm. All right, so we we lost a lot during the burning of you know the great library and other times where knowledge was sacked at what point are we going to find out what the ancients knew and the stuff that was supposed to be hidden you know things like uh dark arts things that that we always said oh are you know are in the mystical realm alchemy you know that kind of stuff well, remember, what was it, Arthur C. Clarke? Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. So, yeah, we call it magic, but it's just advanced tech. Right, so it was lost. Yeah. And now if it if it comes back, usually things are lost for a reason. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Well, you know, so, if the... Yeah, if the uh, uh, fruitcake, for example. Well, fruitcake should be lost. It should be buried and then covered in cement. Uh, there. Yeah, that ought to get us an email. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine who would be sending us an email on that for maloning that uh, treat of all treats. Fruitcake should be listed as a war crime, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you're just putting it out there, right? Yeah. Ow. Cruel and unusual punishment, and it should be against the Geneva Convention. So we should be gathering up all the clacks and fruitcakes and lobbing them over the word Hamas. Are are they halal? They, I, I'm pretty sure it's haram. No, I don't. Is there much of a difference, Chief? I I don't know. I got okay. So let's see. Uh... It, I, 
the panettone, it looks like it is actually the candied fruit. It depends on what the gelatin is made of. Oh, could it be made from, say, pork products? Yeah, if it is lard, then... Then it would be haram. It is haram. Yeah. Haram. Haram. I'm sorry, did you got to clear your throat there? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Okay, good, thanks. Thanks for grossing out our entire audience there. No, thanks. that was just static. We're even breaking that up. Chef, Chef got left the room. She was like, well, you... <laughs> from from a one professional hairball up chucker to another, right? That's that's true. She can do that really well too. So, would you like me to brighten the mood a little? Always, sure. But it's so still about not... stupid people. Yeah, kinda. Cool. You tell me. You tell me. Okay. So, um, our our pastor made an announcement on Sunday that I didn't think was going to happen until next week. Well, this week now. The The announcement went something like this. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty we're free at last! Okay, it didn't go exactly like that, but in my head, mm -hmm. that's what I heard. Oh, okay. So you joined the Ebenezer Baptist Church? We, um... We were they were they uh, a mem member of a denomination or were they non-denominational? The Ebenezer Baptist Church, I believe, are Southern Baptists. I believe because they're free. They're free. They're free Baptists too, which are pretty much non-denominational. That's what makes them free, right? They're free Methodists too, and and then they really too, and then then they're so. Okay, I, I wasn't planning on hearing that. So, on on Friday, we went to the bank. We got our thirty pieces of silver. We presented <laughs> it to the bish. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, for the first time in uh, its history, uh, our church was founded, by the way, in eighteen oh one, which makes it how old, Gretch? I'm sorry, what year? Eighteen oh one. Eighteen oh one. That would be two hundred and twenty-two years. Two twenty-two. We are non-denominational. Congratulations. Yeah, I I helped some of the other brothers, and we spread a ring of salt around the church. Is that to make sure the bishop can't get in? She she can't get in now. You should she'll, also, she'll just walk also see if there's any running water nearby. <laughs> and that that would be good. That would be good. And uh, um, yeah, she can take her thirty pieces of silver and. Uh, um, and go. How's that? You can do the, the the MLK, you know. <laughs> yes. Just, just yes. Oh, I'm doing that. You're doing well, I didn't. I didn't even think of that. I'm going to send the recording. Oh. <laughs> free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty we are free at last. Yes, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Letters from the former members of your parish. Yes, yes. Uh, um, <laughs> please, please remember, Bish, that Mister Goon's comments are his own and do not necessarily reflect uh, uh, anyone else from Oakdale Church, a non-United Methodist church. We give no more money to you, none ever. 
I'm fine now. So is that that's going to be inside like the actual name of the church now, right? I hope so. Yeah. There's a there's a, a musician uh, from All That Remains, and he's a lead singer. And someone online called him a failed musician Ooh. of the day, the day before he won like his uh, golden he he won some award. Mm-hmm. So okay. So now when he does his intros, says, "Hi, my name is Phil. I'm a failed musician." That's <laughs> 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 awesome. He's 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 been doing that for three months, and so now when whenever I see him. On any show, I wait for him to say it, just to reinforce it. it. It's a wonderful thing. Oh, my goodness. That's terrific. That's... Hi, we're from Oakdale Church, a failed United Methodist Church. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, that really sinks it. I, I enjoy that, that. That is just pushing the knuckle and turning and grinding it in. Very good. Alan. Very good. Also, improvements at State Lagoon Manor continue. Yay. I now have a phone here on the bunker and the uh, and a new power supply. The uninterruptible power supply battery has been repaired. And the tile guys were at my house all weekend. Mm-hmm. So the upstairs bathroom has new modern tile that goes all the way up to the ceiling instead of the old 50s model. Where, they, where you know, they would stop about a foot short. And probably not tomorrow, but the next day, I will have a chance to uh, uh, figure out how to reattach the uh, um, the shower rod, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, then uh, uh, Hurricane can take a shower in her new uh, in her new enclosure. Very nice. But should be able to use the tub in any case. Well, yeah, important things first. Oh, oh, and explain something to me. Speaking of all of that, we we only have one we only have one shower right now. Right. So this morning, Hurricane was worried about getting to her new job up in Baltimore for this week. Would yeah, yeah. Exactly. Part of Baltimore. What part? She's at the VA over by the uh, University of Maryland Hospital. Wow. Not. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Just off of MLK. Back. Yep. Okay, good. You, you need to be in that area. Extra clips. Well, they use magazines. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Ma- magazines. We'll just, we'll just, the, the person who was going to write about the fruit cake can now add that to the letter. Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to probably hear from, from Mr. Browning on that one, too. So. Yes, I, uh, my 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 apologies. You went Hollywood on us just for a moment there. I did because they carry ellipse, you know. I did so so yeah yes, she is. So so that doesn't get in her eyes so she can see clearly, right? And she fired out Zombieland rule number one. Do you remember what that is? Oh, I'm sorry, number two. Number one is cardio. What's rule number two? We don't talk Double about rule number one. Exactly, Chief. Double tap. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. You went zombie land. I'm sorry. Wow. When you... Yes. He, oh, he my... say, you know, if you were listening, then you would have known. I'm sorry. What's what your name you... again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Ah, uh, that's what makes the show unique. We are. Um, cool. So, uh, so, uh, before I went to sleep yesterday, I said, well, what time would you like to get going? Because I will not leave until you do. Because, you know, there's going to be snow and I'll make sure everything's okie dokie. And uh, she said, well, I need about an hour. So I would like you to be out of the shower by 6 a.m. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. So there I am in the shower at 5.30 shaving. And the door opens and I hear, why are you still in the shower? <laughs> I pause while you do the math. The, but but you weren't. If, if well, that's... Uh, in, in my situation, if, if that had... If that had occurred, mm -hmm. then there would there would be there would be uh, <clears throat> responses that would require the the show's age rating to go <laughs> eighteen plus. <clears throat> we'd have gone we'd have gone NC seventeen right yeah. there. Yeah, because yeah. I still have twenty minutes left. Well, I want to get started early, and I was supposed to know this psychically. Apparently, apparently. You've been married long enough to know that. I have. Uh, guilty. Guilty. I, I should have known, granted, but... You know, it, again, if if you are, are find yourself in that situation again, by making an NC-17 comment, uh, <laughs> you, you, you will either get rid of said person, <laughs> or <laughs> it'll take you even longer. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sounds like such a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. Win rate in my mind. <laughs> I can slow this down if you'd rather. <laughs> I suddenly think I need a second shave. Just to feel the closeness of right. that. I'm going to do my entire body. I'm going to start at my, my toe knuckle and work up to my eyebrows. <laughs> that would take a really long time for me. That's like three blades for me. I don't think I have enough blades in the house. Uh, that would just be so wrong. Funny, but wrong. But wrong. Yeah. You so, what you can do with a single blade straight razor. Mm, ooh. Old style. My, yeah. my grandfather um, used to shave people with that. He was a professional barber. It was okay. You know. But. Um, That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was he was frightening with that thing. Yep. Like he he would do he would basically he could he could shave your face in four strokes, and it would be better than anything you did on your own. It was like how did how is this thing? I've only had a barber shave a couple of times in my life, and it was awesome every time. Great, yeah. I can tell you, doing it yourself, uh, the first year it is not great. With the street yes. Oh no, I would, I would, I wouldn't make it the first year. They you know, I'm really me in a pool of my own making. <laughs> in the Western movies, Clint Eastwood never, never shaved himself. He always went into the barber. Of course, then the bad guys always tried to rush him, and he'd have to shoot them from the barber's chair, which was just so cool. Like, okay, did you not see him in the previous movie? He always does this. Yeah, you know, he's the star, right? Right. Just saying. We read the script. We're supposed to go kill the star now. Yeah, good luck with that. 
Okay. Yeah, lots of luck, boys. What was that? Well, what movie was that? Uh, Men in Tights, when they all just pull out the script and start reading through it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Okay, there it is, right there. Uh, oh, my, my. So, you know, you can find stupid people anywhere. I, I, I found one while donating stuff. Do tell. You would think, you know, people of goodwill and donations. And, you know, this is a this is a time where, where people who have are able to give it to people who have not have. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> one too many words there, sir. Um, it's been that kind of day, man. Let me tell you right now. Um, yeah, so our goodwill um, building has a very constricted path to the back of the building where you line up in an orderly procession of vehicles to drop off your donations. There's a little there's a little post which shows you how far to bring your vehicle up to. And you get your, your vehicle lined up with this post and then you can get out of your vehicle and you can help the person or you can, you know, back in COVID, they preferred you would just like automatically open the gate and then step away because, you know, COVID and all that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So <clears throat> I am in line and there's like four cars behind me and there's a gentleman in front of me. Now, he has some rather large items in the back of his pickup truck. So I'm back a ways to give them room to bodies off. No, furniture, actually. It was large it was pieces of furniture. And okay. as it turns out, they're a little picky about furniture. And a couple of the pieces, the guy said, don't even bother getting them off the vehicle. We can't take them. And I'm, I'm slightly deaf, so I'm reading lips. And the old gentleman who works at Goodwill is like, we can't take those because this and this. And he's shown the guy where there's like giant nicks in the legs and stuff like that. Because Goodwill doesn't have the facilities to repair stuff. They just want to take it and sell it and get the money and then use the money, however they use the money. So the guy is, you know, they're hemming and hawing. And I'm sure the people, you know, I'm listening to an audiobook, so I'm fine. I'm waiting, patient. I'm good. I know they're going to take all my stuff because it's just like clothes and shoes. So I'm good, right? People behind us are, are I guess, are getting a little antsy. So the gentleman in front of me finally closes up his uh, pickup truck and, and drives off. I proceed to drive up. The guy behind me in an Audi, which... It's always an Audi. It's always an Audi. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Why is that? I keep thinking of the joke about porcupines. But anyway. Um, so he pulls up almost to my bumper. Okay. Enough room for me to open the back of my vehicle, Right. Um, and as I'm unloading my stuff, he is pulling stuff out of his vehicle and like bum rushing the guy. Now the old gentleman and I are making eye contact and there's a lot of nonverbal communication where we both have basically decided this guy is the blank hole of the day. Indeed. And I look at him and I just go, you know, a little shrug and he goes ahead and he takes care of Mr. Audi. What Mr. Audi doesn't know is the gentleman behind him has pulled up to within a hair's inch of his bumper. So Mr. Audi can't go anywhere until I <laughs> And I said to the gentleman, I said, I have a few things. And he looked at me and he said, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, I had 
this wonderful rapport with this older gentleman who was, you know, working here at, at the Goodwill Center. And I took out a bag and I slowly walked it over and I handed it to him. And he said, thank you very much. Do you have anything else? I said, yes, I do. And he said, you should go get it now. And I turned around and slowly walked back to my vehicle. And we've repeated this four times. I'm so proud of you. It's nice when you find somebody who enjoys passive aggressive as much as you do. And you can tell. I mean, there's like steam coming out of the windows of your Audi guys. <laughs> and then and I finally get in there and I pull out. And as soon as there's enough of a gap, he pulls out and tries to get around me. I'm like, dude. No, you only do know yourself out. I couldn't care because it's a big parking lot. He, he basically cut the corner short because he's got an Audi and I have an escape, you know, but it was so I would have cool. before I left, uh, before I moved, I would have leaned out the window, big smile at him and wrote, God bless you for donating, sir. <laughs> bless your heart. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Some people are just, wait, yep. what's the word? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. There you go. The, uh, um, hey, did we talk last week about uh, uh, Wendy's gift in the pest removal department? I can't recall. Um, yeah. I did. Do you mean? The headless horseman? <laughs> yes. Yes we, yes. yes, we did. Wow, yes, we did. I heard. Uh... That's exactly what I was going to mention because we did not mention that. <laughs> and what if uh, Elmer Fudd had a son who was a heavy metal uh, rock guitarist? That's right. And sing <laughs> Oh, God, I, I have that video somewhere. Folks, I'm going to send it to you. It's a, a comedy routine. For those for those of you old enough to remember Elmer Fudd. Do you, do you know what radio station it was from? It was a Baltimore radio station that did that. Was it really? It was. Wow. It's from 90 Elite Rock, the station that doesn't suck. They They invented the routine or they just played the routine? Mm-hmm. I know they played it, and I believe they have it developed for them. That's pretty funny. Well, but I, I did rock. Is that still around? I uh, let's see. Yeah, W I Y Y, right? Ninety Rock is W I Y Y Baltimore. They that still have a website? Yes. Apparently, they're having Bacon and Beer, the Holiday Edition, on Friday, Friday, December 15th, in case you can make it down to Jimmy's Famous Seafood in Baltimore. If it wasn't, if, if, except for the location, we could go. <laughs> well, right. so, <laughs> would, you, what, would you rather go to that, or, uh, 95.5, uh, Holiday Soiree? Is that WPGC? That is. I remember WPGC. When I first moved to Maryland, WPGC was the first station I picked up, and at the time, it was a rock station. Yep. Not so much anymore. Not in the slightest. It is now fact, hip-hop and RB. Well, but it's been that way for years, so, it, I mean, you know, I'm old. <laughs> it is, uh, the, the thing I, I love most about it is the, the names of the DJs. So, uh, Okay, we'll take your 98 Rock. Mm-hmm. Who is the morning DJ? The morning DJs are, uh, there's three gentlemen, and they are, let me see here. Let me I just crutch, crutch, doing in which she. Wouldn't that be funny? No. Um, hell, help me. There we go. Okay, Justin Scott and Spiegel. Okay. 
three pasty white dudes. Yeah. But do they have first names and last names? Um, yes. I mean, I don't, I don't know them. I don't know that they used them on the air. I don't listen to the, to the, let's see here. Uh, okay. So Justin, Scott and Spiegel, that's just what they go by. Um, I'm sure they've got real names somewhere. There's real names. They don't call themselves a morning zoo. Uh, no, 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 no. That whole morning zoo thing. That was frightening because it was everywhere. Yes. So, uh, the, the reason why I say that is because when when I uh, was listening, because we would listen to it on our way to school, mm-hmm. uh, we had <clears throat> academics, mm-hmm. flex, Demu, and red. Okay. What one name describes the person mm-hmm. from for four hours? There you go. So. You know, it, it now introducing you know John Spartan versus <laughs> coming to you live a demo. <laughs> well, okay, so things might have changed because the morning show is Todd B, Monique Samuels, Jason Weems, Guy Lambert, and D Carter. Wow, yeah, Guy Lambert sounds is stunning. Holy cow. Was it? I mean, I'm sorry, no offense, but you normally don't find really, really pretty people you know, on radio. They're usually on TV, right? You know, right, the old joke, so, you have a face for radio. So, like us. Yeah, there you go. That's just the face. Well. You know, there's, there's filters. I, I, I can show you some tricks with AI. So, <laughs> no, really. Yeah. I, all I'm saying is don't trust anything. That's that's all I'm saying. Got it. Understood. I just have to see these people in person is what you're saying. Even then, you know. <laughs> I have I, to poke them with a shtick. <laughs> no, that's probably I, bad too. So there's a there's a person that was going over just how, how much, who lies more, men or women? And then they deconstructed a person and as they were taking off the clothes, there were shapes, there were spanks, there were basically all these body modification clothing, clothing apparatuses that were making the person look totally not like how they were. So between the heels, makeup, hair extensions, basically they, they said, you catfish me in real life. I'm <laughs> seeing you. And then, you know, if, yeah. if, uh, if I saw you in the morning, you wouldn't, I wouldn't even know who you were. Right, yeah. You're like, who who, who are you? <laughs> I went to sleep with an entirely different person. Well, I mean, I just didn't, I, I didn't even know. Like, there's things that reminded me of what corsets were, but, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the amount of stuff that they, that people will do in order to adjust how they look. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, we've had a lot of fun describing a lot of people in our lives that might not quite make the bar on the on the smart frame. So, so they're stupid. I would like to think. Well, okay, stupid is strong, but accurate. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, um, maybe just maybe somebody should. Um, 
Somebody probably should finish this show up. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I'll go ahead and do that and stop being stupid about it. Because, you know, it, it stupid starts at home right here. Um, thank you all for listening. We've had a lot of fun. This has been a fun show. I know I know, Mr. Browning is going to be thrilled. Um, and, you know, everybody's going to make him happy sooner or later. I'm going to stop rambling, ram, rambling and uh, provide you with an offset to our wonderful goon with his commercial repartee. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Bash the Bish, the exciting new game show on the Happy Pole Network. Match your wits against an authentic United Methodist Church bishop. When you win, collect a valuable cash prize from a hoard of 30 pieces of silver. Really, it shouldn't be hard, and watching all those UMC tears is so entertaining. Bash the Bish on your local Happy Pole stations. And Un-American Airlines. When it comes to service, we stop at nothing. When you don't need to get there today, tomorrow, or ever, we've got you covered. If you've been yearning for more of Wonderkind Mayor Pete's uh, style of transportation, this is the company for you. You can be treated badly, cursed at, and have your flight summarily canceled. Don't like it? It's the gulag for you, comrade. Un-American Airlines, something smelly in the air. <laughs> and CPF's Garden Pest Removal System. Got pests? Boone has dogs that need constant entertainment or they get into trouble. Why not solve these two problems together with Wendy's Rabbit Swaya Pest Maintenance Program? She will exercise those pests to the point of exhaustion, ensuring that they never return to your garden. Wendy makes sure they never get ahead. Swimming with the Fish is produced by Happy Pole LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.